Welcome to the Not Too Serious Podcast. On this week's episode, my son and I discuss venomous creatures. We talk about venomous creatures uh, that are predominantly in the country of Australia, and uh, we have a very nice discussion. Uh, We do also talk about Ahsoka, the Star Wars series Ahsoka on Disney+. And uh, if you are in the middle of seeing it or wish to see it and haven't seen it yet, um, I suggest to fast forward this podcast to the 21 minute and 45 second mark. Uh, My son does say to fast forward to the 10 minute mark, but we do talk a little bit about that in detail. So just so that you're not spoiled. Well, we hope you enjoy this podcast. Please send us an email to serious podcast at gmail.com please enjoy thank you okay uh today we're gonna talk about venomous creatures well actually my son is gonna venomous talk about creatures my son is gonna talk about venomous creatures and i'm gonna listen does that the only intro? Okay. <laughs> i don't know how much of an intro but okay. i know well i mean venomous creatures can be quite deadly so th- you could say yeah. that this is going to be quite a deadly conversation. What the, that's not rim even shot. a pun. That's, rim, what is that? Rim shot, please. That's not even a pun. That's I just a statement. You could say that's even a deadly conversation. You could say it's a venomous conversation. It means the same thing. I'm not giving you a rim shot because that doesn't mean anything. That's not a pun. You know, ladies and gentlemen of the podcast, I get really tired of the fact when my son does not give me Rim shots when they're deserved. No, they're not deserved because what did you, what joke, what was the joke there? Tell me. Okay, let's continue. Uh, okay. See, I think people, people of my generation will have got that joke and will probably chuckled, but I'm sure those of the younger clan probably, you know what? I think they would have all chuckled. I think my son is just being mean. No, I don't Let's know continue. what that means, what you're talking so, about. So, um, oh, I, I want to talk about something I learned. Oh, yeah? Recently. Um, not a big discovery. In fact... So, you're building up to something that's not really that big. No, but it's interesting. Okay. So, we've been watching Ahsoka. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the two main villains yeah. in it. Not, not Thrawn... Or the other lady. I'm talking about the, the two, like, force users, the dark side users. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what's his name? Uh, so, it's... Land, uh, Land... No, it's... No. Skull. Skull. Balin Skull. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Balin Skull. And his apprentice. It's Shin Hati. Oh, that's his apprentice? Yeah, but you know what's interesting? This is the interesting thing. Yeah. I never realized this until something someone pointed it out. And I should have picked this up because I played God of War. But the last names of those two people, Skull and Hati, they are actually in Norse mythology. Those are the names of the two wolves that chase the sun and the moon in Greek mythology. And basically they chase the the sun away, when they chase the sun away, that's when the moon comes up. And then the next one comes to chase the moon away, then the sun comes up. That's their their goal. Basically, their one purpose is to do that. 
So, so I'm wondering. It's I'm an like, endless chase. It's an endless chase until they finally catch them. And when they catch them. It's into the world. It's Ragnarok. Ooh. Yeah. But, okay, but are you trying to draw a parallel between that aspect of Greek uh, Norse mythology and Ashoka? Why do you say Ashoka? Ashoka? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm just I'm just saying, like, that was obviously a purposeful, that was obviously, like, a on-purpose decision. If it was, on, okay, maybe so, but I'm so just I was curious, no. Now, what, I, I, is that I, foreshadowing? Is that? I don't think what's so. What's the purpose behind that, or is that they just those two names sounded cool and they just did it, which is also possible. But or is there like a purpose behind that, like a foreshadowing or anything like that? Well, not to be a spoiler, but I don't see any correlation between Yet. that aspect of. No well, there's only what I mean. We saw six episodes, right? There's only two more left. Well, I mean, well, well. Okay, you people that are listening, if you have not watched Ahsoka, if you care about spoilers, maybe skip like ten minutes or something. No, no, no five, no. ten minutes. What? Why? Just because I want to get into this, right? Oh god. No, but in the last episode, yeah, he said that no, there's something out here that I want to look for because I want to break the cycle of like. Jedi and Sith and Republic and Empire. Just he wants to break the cycle of it. Remember, he said that. I, I That's bet. his goal. Okay, but what do you mean a cycle of? I don't understand what. You, well, I don't understand what he meant actually when he said that. Like when when he when he said that he wants to break the cycle. Yeah. Is he talking about if the Jedi uprising? The Jedi's win, 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 win. They're basically these pioneers of the Republic. They're these soldiers of the Republic. Then the M then the Sith come in, destroy everything, right? And then the Sith kind of rule for a bit, and then the Jedi's come back. They overthrow the Sith, and the Jedi's rule for a bit, and then the, the Sith come back, and the Sith rule for a bit. Okay. That's what he's talking about. Okay. Endless cycle. I didn't realize it was a cycle. Yeah. It is a cycle. I mean, According to him, it's a cycle. But we never saw a cycle. I mean, I mean there's many things that we've... We've only... In Star Wars, like... We've only been presented, really, with, a, like, a... 60 to 70 year... Time frame, maybe. You know what I'm saying? So... Who knows? There's me. There's probably history of so how is things that happens in the past that we don't know about, but he knows about. Uh, so you're drawing a parallel between that cycle and the cycle of the sun rising and falling. Well, I'm saying or is he setting? chasing something? What's his main goal? Because he his main intentions, besides that, are not very clear, right? Because because uh, I thought oh he was going to be part of the the new empire or whatever but they call them mercenaries so they're hired guns basically they're not but okay can i ask you something yeah so he's a hired gun to do what exactly his hired gun he was just his hired gunness or whatever he was hired for was for that lady with the the, the night sister lady with the tattoos on her forehead she hired them to bring him bring her to uh, Thrawn basically so they said okay Who's we'll her? do that for you bring who the lady with the tattoos on her forehead 
The creepy lady. No. That's part Night Sister. Yeah, but... But why does it require a mercenary to do that? Well, it was not an easy job, was it? It was not an easy job at all. It required a force user to kind of guide them through that. So he, she hired a mercenary. She hired some muscle to get that done. Certainly helped. Yes. I still, I still not exactly sure. I thought that when he came onto the scene originally, I thought he was going to work with Thrawn. No, he apparently, I thought that too, but he's not because uh-huh. he, has he, his said own to be, he has his own intentions. He has his own goals, yeah. which makes it really interesting. It makes him like, and he didn't, he didn't care to go with them. He just said, no, I'm just going to stay here or something. Right. Yeah. He, he didn't care. He was like, you guys have your goal. I have my own goal. Yeah. You know, my goal was just to come here and I have some business to attend to over here and you know, you guys do whatever you want to do. He didn't, Thrawn didn't seem all that excited that he showed up on the scene <laughs> yeah he didn't he was just like he's a mercenary that he hired he's like okay i mean this is who you hired this is who you hired yeah not really what i was expecting but okay that's fine yeah uh but no it's, it's interesting it's interesting how things kind of like you expect him to be just like this oh i, I just care about the Oh, I just care about ruling the galaxy or whatever so it is. So does he sound like but he's, he's not like, like that? Does he sound like he's an anti-hero? I think he's beginning to like maybe not even an anti-hero, but like definitely Some way an- more three-dimensional than I originally thought he was going to be. Like he 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 has like bigger intentions than like Sidious had of like well, I'm going to rule the galaxy or whatever. It's not like that about it's not like that for him it looks like. It looks like he actually has like some like a deeper deeper purpose, deeper purpose that he feels like he needs to attend to. And he also he noticed like like his conversation with his apprentice. He he says like the Jedi order was very flawed, but there's a lot of really good things about it. Like the structure was yeah. very good. Yeah, yeah. He but was actually he was actually saying good things about he was the very Jedi. Fair. Yeah, but he, he said, but the execution of it was poor. That's what he said. They began to lo- lose their way, which is true. That's what George Lucas even said. That this main. That's why Palpatine was able to take over because the Jedi started losing their way. Right. And I'm, I don't know. It's very so he curious. was not he was not happy about that. It sounds like he was. That's why he left the Jedi Order. So he, he didn't like leave it. Job. He didn't leave it for to be dominating. He left it because he was unhappy with how things were being played out over there. Um, it's also kind of why Ahsoka left too. If you remember, you remember why Ahsoka. So left? those two could, yeah, yeah. He, Ahsoka left because, because she was accused of a crime she didn't commit, and the council was so like, arrogant with, no, we've made this decision, so it's the proper decision, and she was like, well, you, you guys just sit on your little throne and you just kind of say whatever you want and we're just expected to go along with it blindly right and i've been doing it for so long eventually it came back and hurt me and now i see now no this is you guys lost your way and that's why she left the order basically i thought she left the order because of um anakin no, no, that's not why she left. Oh, okay. See, that's I never a, saw. I never saw yes, that. Yes, you did. You saw that episode. I know you did. Uh-huh. I forgot then. 
Okay. Is it in the Rebels, you're saying? No, not in Rebels, in Clone Wars. Oh, in Clone Wars. See, I always get those two mixed up. I thought that Ahsoka was part of uh, Clone Wars. She is. She is part of Clone Wars. She's actually in both shows. Oh, I see. See, this is why I'm a bit foggy. See, I've never seen Clone Wars and Rebels from beginning to end, so I don't know. Well, no, but remember that list I gave you, the things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was part of the list. Oh. So you should have seen it. Well, it was a long time ago, before I saw Mandalorian. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I could show you that car- that arc again. There's only like three, four episode arc. It's not long. I'll remember it. I'll like once I see it again, I'll, it'll probably come back. Yeah, to me. remember there was a bombing at the temple, yes. and they were trying to investigate who it was. Yes, and then the, for some reason they thought Ahsoka was the one who did it. No, so, I don't remember that. That okay. part I don't remember. Well, they thought Ahsoka was the one to do it. Oh, and so she went on the run, and like basically the entire Republic was trying to go after her. Oh. And she was well, like, I, I mean, didn't Repu- do it. If the Republic <laughs> went after her, why would she be on? In, in, uh, why would she be? It was sympathetic the- to, to the public. She wouldn't, right? Because they're accusing her of a crime she didn't commit. Yeah, exactly. And the Jedi Order was like heavily behind that. So this sounds to me like this mercenary guy, yeah, and Ahsoka are actually on the same side. Well, maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe they both had the same feelings towards the Jedi and the Jedi Order. They definitely do. I mean, Ahsoka, she's now the embodiment of what the Jedi Order should have been, rather than what it was. And he's kind of taken a different route. He said the Jedi Order is not proper, so I'm just going to do something else. While, While Ahsoka was more like, the Jedi Order is not what it should be, so I'm going to be what it should be. Hmm. So they took two different routes towards the same thing, if that makes sense. Not towards, but because of the same thing, they took two different routes. So they're very. In, in, that's why it's very interesting. But I, I don't think in the next couple of episodes that that's going to be explained. I'll be very surprised. Well, well, yeah. Well, I, um, I think his true motivations will come out. But once I thought about Hati and Skull, like those two names, that made me like scratch my head because i was like hmm like what does that mean does that mean something significant or does that mean something insignificant he remember he said also he's like i sense a very dark presence over here i just don't know what it is but i can sense it remember he said that Mm, i don't remember that part yeah, he sensed a dark a presence. A very dark presence. Oh, no. Now I do remember. Yes. Yeah. He did say that. Yeah. He said that to his apprentice, didn't yeah, he? he? Yeah. He senses a dark yeah. presence. Yeah. He doesn't know what it is. but Yeah, I do remember that. He can sense it. So, like, who knows what it is. Is but that what making him want to stay? Maybe. Maybe he's looking for that. Maybe. Like, uh, who knows what the... He, like, that's I don't think so his intention is to kill Ahsoka. I don't really know. That's what's interesting is that... I don't truly, I don't really know what his intentions are, but I don't think it's like as nefarious surface level as I want to take over the galaxy. I don't think it's like that as we've seen from like other Siths that have come in the past. I don't even think he's a Sith to be honest. He's He's not like a, he's not a Sith. He's more like a dark Jedi. I think he's more like a dark dark Jedi, like a dark Jedi because he's not evil. 
Well, he's I mean, done bad things, but well, he's not he, evil. He, he did something that was kind of dumb. He what actually, did he do? well, he brought the the map to that lady, and and now they're going to be able to start that I th- war. I don't now. think he cares about that. Well, I, that, I really don't that, think that, he cares that doesn't about make that. Him, that doesn't make him a very... I don't think know. he's a good person. Don't get me wrong. I don't yeah. think he's a good guy. But I don't think he's, like, evil in the sense that, like, I don't think he wants to, like, cause genocide or he wants to be the direct cause of well, he's gonna be. Happening. He is the direct cause of a war. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, it depends and on And he happens. will be the direct cause of probably, you know, thousands of people being killed. I'm saying I don't think his 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 goals are material. Like Palpatine, his goals were very material. Of he wants to be like the head honcho of the galaxy. He wants to be the wealthiest. He wants to be the most powerful. He probably wanted to live forever. He wanted to be like is all these things. I don't get that sense from this guy, which is interesting because I'm gonna I really want to see how the next episodes play out because so far the first four episodes have been okay pretty good okay first two episodes were okay three and four were okay this is getting interesting five and five was amazing six was also interesting so i want to see where seven and eight goes because i feel like there's a lot of areas that they can take this and i don't know where they're gonna take it exactly i don't know how this is gonna resolve resolve itself I don't think it's going to res- get resolved. Yeah, probably something will happen. And either be another series or another season or yeah. what have you. I think it will be another season. It may be another season, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that but that that's a, it made it interesting to me because I was like, does do those two names hold any significance at all? whatsoever i I think you're really over reading maybe i am but it's just such a it's such an intentional name like intentional names who who is the writer of this filoni dave filoni so that's why i'm also like dave filoni is very like he's probably the best star wars writer after lucas it's him because he learned everything he was literally lucas's Padawan. padawan He learned everything from him, mm. right? Because mm. they made Clone Wars together. Oh, I see. Yeah, okay. so he learned everything about, like, the Force and everything like that Wow. through Lucas. So he's, like, the head. He's, like, the guy that mo- knows the most about this stuff, right? So it's so does he talk about? Does he talk about, like, uh, in your research, did he talk about... I didn't do any research. I just... Oh, then you should, if you're that curious. Maybe... There's a reason why he picked those names. Well, if, if there's a reason, I don't want to know until something happens. No, no, no. But what I, what I mean away. is... The actor passed away, right? May he rest in peace. So, okay, I, I was trying. I was trying to say something. I'm saying the... What I mean is, is there a rationale why he picked the names of those two characters? Did he actually draw a correlation between those two characters' surnames and the Norris mythology. Um, well, that's what I'm saying is that I don't know. I don't know. I don't think he actually has said anything about this yet. But uh, it's awfully know. it's awfully coincidental. It is. It's like I don't think it was a coincidence. That seems very. But maybe he just liked the names and he just did it. 
like that. You should. You should. If you're if Which you're that possible. curious, you should find out. Well, I don't want to. F- I want to find out through the show. Mm. And if I can't find out through the show, then okay, then I'll do some research. But like, no, it is interesting because it has to resolve this season because unfortunately the actor for Skull passed away, right? So, however, it, it plays might not. Out, it might not get resolved. You never know. And maybe they continue an animation style so that they can keep his character going. Who knows? But he passed away in real life, huh? In May, he passed away. May or March, passed away. That's a shame. It's a shame. He never got to see like people actually really loved. It. Like he's the coolest thing about the show. Is him. I he's think really he cool. I think he was. He was probably of all the characters in Ahsoka besides Anakin. Besides. Spoiler. Yeah, I said we already said spoiler. Why, did you, why do you? Why do you say? We that? already said spoiler alert. Yeah, but you think you we s- going through all these spoilers about everything that's happening in episode six? You know, you didn't say go, you didn't say anything until that very second right there. I said there's a dark presence. I said that they're hired guns. I said that they're mercenaries. Fine. Those the, you, that that's not spoiling anything. The hundred percent that's spoiling things. No, but then you said that that word and I that said they found Thrawn. Okay, let's move on. Okay, are we done with the conversation? Or you have more things to say about well, it. Well, fine, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> don't get so sensitive. Oh my gosh, I don't know. I mean, did you have anything more to say? Well, now I don't. Okay, good. Now I have nothing to say. Okay, great. I'll never say anything again on about the s- on the subject. On the subject. Okay. If you ask me, well, what do you think about this? I, was like, I don't know. Okay. I don't know what that is. Great. Okay, let's move on then. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen of the podcast, uh, for those that may not remember, we're talking about venomous creatures, creatures that are deadly. Yes, very deadly. Yeah. So, uh, you know, you may be scared of a tiger eating you. Hmm? You may be scared of a tiger eating you. I may be scared? Yeah. Or of a hippopotamus putting your head in its mouth and crushing it. Or an alligator getting you in the water and eating you all up. But actually, venomous creatures are the most deadly. You know why? Yeah. I I can think of a few reasons. It's because when you see a tiger, you're probably, in your mind, you're going, I probably shouldn't touch that. A tiger is not venomous. Did you hear what I said? Did you hear anything I said? Yeah. Okay, let me finish. Did you want me to answer the question? No. Oh, it was rhetorical. It wasn't rhetorical. You <laughs> asked me a question. What did I say? You said, is there a reason why the uh, this is venomous? So I was no. going to explain. No, that's not. I wouldn't ask you. Oh. I'm just saying the reason why yeah. is because when you see a hippopotamus right over there, yeah. but 20 feet this way. 20 feet. Just 20 feet. 20 feet that way. Okay. In your mind, you're not going to go like, I'm going to pet it. No. Because you know that you're probably, you know, not have your arm after that, right? If there's a tiger in the same room as you, is your instinct to pet it? Or is it your instinct to get out of the room? Okay, so continue. For many of these venomous creatures, they look beautiful. They look even cute, even. So they deceive people by like, 
You go to these venomous creatures, like, oh, look how cute it is, and you'll touch it. And then, you're dead. Within... What? Okay, so your your is your topic cute venomous creatures? No, just venomous creatures. That's what I'm saying. You got to look out for the venom. Not about the jaws. It's not about the jaws. It's about the venom. It's not about the what? The jaws. Jaws? The jaws of a creature. It's about venom of the creature. So you got to do your research about venomous creatures because you never know if you're touching one, you're right next to one, or anything like that. Yeah, but venomous creatures can be snakes too. You're right. So who's okay, going to want to? Who's sure. going to want to pet You know what a snake? else is a venomous creature? But no one's going to want to. You know pet what else a is a venomous creature? Can I finish what I'm saying? Why are you interrupting? I, like I'm trying to explain something, and then you go going on top of me. Isn't this a discussion or is this a lecture? It's both. So I'm saying that a snake, like you were saying, going cutting, uh, coming up to a. A cuddly venomous creature is like, oh, it's a nice little thing, and then b- boom. See, this is why you don't let me, you gotta let me finish. No, you were going on and on for quite is a bit. Is this my podcast topic? <laughs> or is it your podcast topic? <laughs> I'm saying, of course, saying, I'm snakes will. Snakes are venomous. You're not gonna wanna come up to a snake. Oh, look at that I'm little trying to lead snake. up to my first animal. Wow. <laughs> That's quite a buildup. Yeah. All right, continue then. You ruined every single <laughs> meter per second of momentum I had. Yeah. You've completely destroyed. Okay, continue. You've completely destroyed it. <laughs> I was going there for a second, and I was ready to. Okay, I, I, I'm, I'm in neutral now. So continue. You went Something on this tyrant lecture on cuddly. I almost don't even want to say it now. <laughs> Okay, come on, come on. Let's go. Okay, well... I'm still waiting here. What, first... I think we're all waiting. I don't even know how to segue this in now. P- platypus. Platypus is a highly venomous creature. No, they're not. Yes, they are. Male platypuses, platypuses are? are. Male platypuses are. Yes. So, basically, they're on their ankles. On their ankles, male uh, platypuses, they have, like, this horn, kind of. Mm-hmm. And if you get if you get hit by it, it's highly highly venomous. It's like enough venom to like paralyze and kill like like a dog, and uh, it's also enough to make a human extremely sick, extremely sick. But yeah, you would think. See, that's what I was trying to say. You would think like, okay, you watched a lot of Disney Channel growing up. You saw Phineas and Ferb. You saw Perry the platypus, and you see a platypus. You're like, oh, look how cute this platypus is. Let me pet this platypus. Mm -hmm. And before you know it, you're gonna be breathing out of a tube because you were curious. But you destroyed all the momentum of everything I had going. But petting creatures. How does that make you feel? If I had a sound effect, I'd go. <laughs> but yeah, okay, platypus. What do you think about that? A platypus being the very uh, dangerous animal. I didn't think it was dangerous. I thought it was cute and cuddly. Exactly. See, you would have been a victim. Well, I saved I'd, your I'd, life. I go only to the female platypuses. Yeah, but then they'll call their boyfriends. I'll say, I'll say hey, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> they'll call their boyfriends. Can I buy you a, 
a mug of worms. This is getting weird. (laughs) (laughs) What do platypuses eat? It's very interesting. Okay, another thing that's very, very venomous. This venom, I think, uh, I believe it has enough venom to kill like a hundred men. Grown men. It's very venomous. And it's very dangerous. And it's very, you should stay away from it. But the, the, the tricky thing about it is, well, I'll just say it. It's called a stonefish. Have you ever heard of a stonefish? I, I think I have heard of a stonefish because uh, I remember in Survivor Man. Yeah. Um, he was, I can't remember which island it was. Yeah. Uh, I think may have been off the coast of Fiji. I don't, I don't remember now, but he was fishing and he came across a stonefish and it scared the heck out of him because I think of what you were saying, you know, it's venomous qualities. Oh yeah. So what it does is you can't eat a stonefish, right? Let me get to it. So basically a stonefish looks exactly like a rock, exactly like a rock, like a muddy rock and what it does is that it goes to like muddy places and likes to just lie down in the mud right so when you're walking like on a beach or something like that and you get to like a like kind of like a like a rocky part uh you would just see it as a rock you wouldn't see it as anything more than just a rock so a lot of people what they do is they accidentally step on it and when they step on it there's these spikes that are on it and the spikes will dig into your skin and inject venom into your skin. And it's extremely painful. It's like one of the most painful things that anybody can ever do. And they say that if you don't get attention within like 5-10 minutes, that you're done. You're dead. Good as dead. But if it has enough venom to kill 100 men, then why wouldn't the person die instantly if only one person steps on it? It's uh, It takes time to kick in. It has to go through your stream of blood. Right? Oh, I see. But it's super dangerous. Super dangerous. But what's interesting about it... Now, why would people walk barefoot in the water? Because you're on a beach. Have you been on a, you've been on a beach before. Beach is different. But I'm talking about like walking in a rocky area. If it's rocky, then why would you be barefoot? There's I mean, no there's no rocky areas on a even, beach. But it's so spiky as well. I've heard that it can go through like sandals and like kind of thin shoes. Oh, you can pierce through that too. Really? Yeah. That's very bad. That's very dangerous. Very yeah. dangerous. But what's interesting so about now, it is... So now, now for those, I wouldn't walk then. On, on yeah, just stop. You got to be very careful where you're walking. If you just only walk where you see like sand, just go there. They don't bury themselves in the sand? No, no, no. no. They don't really do that. I see. But but uh st- just general rule of thumb if you want to avoid venomous animals, just don't go to Australia. Cuz most of these things are in Australia. Well, okay. Listen, okay. For our Australia, Australia, Australia. <laughs> oh, Austra- the Australians are probably they Australian listeners out there. Oh, this is not. This is yeah. not a. This is not a. It's not slander. Do. This is. Just, I'm just saying. In Australia, there are most of the venomous, big venomous animals that you think of, are from Australia. 
Like the last two are Australian. And the next few are also going to be Australian. Well, I mean, like I did, as I said, this is no... Please, uh, those who are yeah. who, who, who are Australian or have relatives in Australia, please do be, not take any offense. No, but be careful. Be careful, yeah. Be careful. We got to make sure that they're good. Mm-hmm. What if what if you tell them that? But, I mean, listen, you're talking about things like a beach. Yeah, there are lots of beaches in Australia. Right, so just don't go to the beach. No, or just be careful. You know, actually, okay, before I get to the story uh what's interesting also about the stonefish is that in asia it is actually prepared for a meal they cook it yeah, up didn't I, to a meal didn't I yeah, ask you that? asked me that i wanted to get and to you, it you didn't answer my question because yeah, i wanted i was gonna say it anyway yeah so yeah they actually they carefully actually remove the sack of venom and it's like a delicacy in some places eating a stonefish I'm trying to remember what was the name of that fish that, if prepared incorrectly, it can it could kill, kill a someone. Is that yeah, a blowfish? Yeah, I think it's a type of blowfish. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I think it's a type of blowfish. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like Japanese. Uh, it's like a Japanese thing. Yeah, yeah, Jap- Jap- But but that's not the stonefish. I don't. No, it's a different. No, stonefish. Like I think, I mean, I wouldn't recommend eating venom, but eating venom is relatively harmless because it's not. Venom is only deadly if it goes through the blood. Blood, not if you consume it. Mm. Yeah. Uh, don't do no, it. No, no, don't do it, please. Don't do it, though. Don't do it. Uh, I would highly recommend against it. But I had a friend, and I wouldn't call him a friend. I wouldn't call him an enemy either. But I had an acquaintance that I would, uh, that I work with uh, during school time. And what was interesting is. He lived in Australia. He did a semester abroad in Australia, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he was out with some of his friends. I think they went to like a bar or something like that. Yeah. And he was walking back to the car. And he was about to open his car door. And then all of his friends were like, hey, hey, no, stop, 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 stop. And they like, grabbed his arm and they made sure he didn't touch the door. And he's like, what, what's wrong? And they shined a light, and there was like a huntsman spider right on the the door thing. On the door handle? On the door handle, there was a huntsman spider. How is it that his friends stopped him? Because in Australia, apparently, so he was telling me, he said, they just have like a, they just have the instinct to always look at like where they're going to put their hands. Because you never know if something venomous is going to be there. So they just knew, they just, like, instinctively, they always look at, like, they make sure there's nothing on there. Because well, for us, right, because we live here, when we open up a door, we don't even think about it. We just grab it, open it up. We don't look, at okay, is it clear? Then open it. But over there, they do it. Oh. Right? They scout the entire place, and like, okay, is it good? Let's open it up, right? But he, obviously, he's Canadian, this guy. Yeah. So he doesn't think about that. He just... He just went to go grab it. He just went to go grab it. And they stopped him. They're like, there's a huntsman right underneath the handle. So if you grabbed it, 100% you would have been bitten. And you would have been some serious... uh, Pain. Serious pain. Yeah. Okay, the next animal. Well, wait. Was that the huntsman spider? Was that the one that you were saying? No, no, no. That's not anything on my list. Oh. But I just thought it was an interesting story about... uh, 
what's it called? Australia and how like tuned in they are about venomous creatures and stuff. Mm. Uh, so basically, the next one I want to talk about is the Sydney funnel web spider. The what? Sydney funnel web spider. It's called a Sydney funnel web spider. Yeah, so it's from Sydney, Australia. Oh, that's really? why that's where most of these things are, are are found. Aren't they just called a funnel web spider? They call funnel web spiders, but a lot of them call a lot of them people call a Sydney funnel web spider. It's like the more longer name. I think I've it. heard of funnel web. I've never heard of Sydney funnel web. It's incredibly dangerous. Because not only are they venomous, highly venomous, one of the most, I think it is the most venomous spider in the world, or one of at least. But most of the time, spiders, their mentality is, okay, this is my space, I'm going to keep in my space, I don't really want to be with you, because you're way bigger than me, so I'm just going to stay here. Right? That's kind of their, who? Like most spiders, that's their mentality. Right? Really? <laughs> yeah. You've gotten in the head of a spider before? <laughs> no, but just that's your instinct, right? Oh, okay. that they want they where they where do they put their webs? They put their webs places where there's not a lot of traffic. It's like a corner of a room. No one's gonna be like in a corner of a room. Right. It's not actively. That being actually used, makes sense what right? you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. They want to stay out of people's way. Mm-hmm. That's their goal, right? In fact, a spider like can a, they sense when people are around? No, they don't have spider sense. No, yeah. <laughs> that's a no. They don't only in the movies. No, no, no spidey sense. No spidey senses. Okay, their spidey senses do not tingle. Okay, but their hairs don't stand up. No, no, no. Okay, no, but uh, but like they're they're more scared of you than you are of it. Mm, right, I can see that. The funnel web, however, mm. is not like that. It almost hit, throws everything that you know instinctively about spiders about the their instincts out the window because you know where they like to make their burrows in a person's ear no in a person's mattress oh i thought it was ear no they like to like if, if you don't clean your bed properly mm-hmm. to say like you know how i clean my bed like i just kind of throw my blanket like kind of in the middle mm-hmm. actually you do it too sometimes mm-hmm. you know how you, people a lot of people do that they kind of just they don't really do their match their bed the blanket is kind of like rolled up into like a ball mm-hmm. they like to Oh, it's warm. Mm. Let me sleep in here. Our cat used to do that. A cat isn't venomous. No, but it used to like to pick the most comfortable spot. Like if I had a blanket or yeah. a pillow, it would bur- burrow itself in it. Oh, yeah? It's nice and comfortable, yeah. yeah. So this this uh, funnel web will do the same thing? Yeah, it'll do the same thing. It'll burrow itself wherever it pleases, basically. If it's a nice couch, they like, oh, this is a nice couch, silk sheets, everything mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go inside here. Mm-hmm. If it goes, in, it'll go inside your bedroom mm-hmm. and your bed, it'll do that. Mm-hmm. And they, like, want smoke. Huh? They want smoke. They want to beef with you. They want to, like, when they see you, they're not, like, scared of you. They're like, okay, let's let's go. <laughs> so they'll like chase you and stuff. Like that's how aggressive they are. You you use a term I didn't understand. You said they want smoke. They want smoke. Basically, it's slang for they want to fight you or they want to. Okay. They want. They're aggressive. I didn't, I didn't understand what you meant. They're highly aggressive. So like most venomous. So creatures. let's say. So let's say, I'm sitting on a couch. Yeah. Or or no the 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 funnel spider has made its. 
you know comfort zone on a couch right and and it's at one end of the couch and i go and i sit at the other end not knowing that the funnel spider is there yeah the funnel spider won't go away but in fact it will come after me yeah he's like hey this is my couch what are you doing oh <laughs> so it'll come after it'll like and like the, these things bolt they're super fast oh yeah Oh, well, spiders are fast, generally. Yeah, I mean, so they'll bolt legs. at you. So, like most spiders will bolt away from something. It will bolt, this will towards, bolt towards you. What if I was? What if uh, there was a fire? Will it bolt towards the fire? I don't know if it's aggressive towards fires. Um, but I'll be honest with you. Just people. Yeah, people and other like animals. It kills a ton of dogs. This thing, because dogs and but, cats. But wait, wait a minute! Break. Can't you just take a shoe and just go ding? you know it's out of its misery of course you can go ding but the risk to reward ratio of that mm-hmm. is you miss you have your hand right beside it and how big are these spiders it's as big as like the palm of your hand like uh, wait a minute i'm gonna sit on a couch not seeing this thing it'll be you know what it'll be doing right mm, it's I not gonna be on top of the couch no no it'll be inside the cushions oh so then how would you know if I'm there, if it's in between the cushion? They have spiders and tarantulas have like an amazing sense, sense of, of awareness, touch Ooh. of like vibrations. That's how they make their webs, right? Mm-hmm. So their webs, how they do is they lay out their web mm. and they kind of just hang out in one spot yeah. and w- they'll feel like, like one little creature like touches it. Mm-hmm. They'll feel the vibrations it will jet out and they'll grab it, mm-hmm. right? If you... When you sit, I've seen you sit up and sit down. You go, ugh, ugh. <laughs> like yeah, when you get to my age, then you will see. We'll talk. <laughs> okay? Yeah, but a spider will feel it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand and what you're saying. And they're highly, highly, uh, Fast. what's it called? You mean they're big as palm of your hand? They're huge. They're like this big. Huge. Oh. oh. And they're very aggressive. They just like. But the good thing about it is, good news is, people of Australia, is that there is a, uh, what's it called? There is an anti-venom. There is a very potent anti-venom. So most of the time, if you get bitten by this, yeah, most of the time, you'll be good. Uh-huh. You'll be good. Yeah. Okay. My last one today. My last one is a another creature of the sea. Creature of the sea. Creature of the sea. Oh wait, we already talked about a stonefish. Yeah, I know. I know, I know, I know. This one's very small. Yeah. And it's actually very beautiful. It's beautiful. It's beautiful to look at. Uh-huh. Right? Uh-huh. It's no bigger than the palm of your hand. Well, just like the funnel spider. Well, that's as big as your palm of the hand. Uh-huh. So the funnel spider is actually bigger than this creature. Actually, I don't know. I don't take my word for that. But uh, it's called the blue ring octopus. A blue ring octopus? Blue ring octopus. Oh. Yeah. That sounds very mysterious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're very, very interesting, these creatures. Because, well, I mean, they, they look... Wait, an octop- an octop- a blue ring octopus is no bigger than your hand? Yeah, it's not bigger than your hand. It's a very tiny octopus. Oh. It's not big at all. In fact, what makes it so beautiful is that it has like these blue rings on it. Uh-huh. Like, 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 think of like a cheetah. Does cheetah yeah. have dots? Yeah, cheetahs have dots. Cheetah has spots. Spots, dots. Spots. Okay. Like, think of their, they have blue rings, like how a cheetah has spots. 
and they're like so glow it's in the dark. It's freckled, and they're like glow in the dark, bioluminescent spots. So they look beautiful oh. when you see them going around, right? Looks but it's very, very mysterious. But the thing is that through its skin, it'll release like a venom that's so toxic. Within ten minutes, it'll give you paralysis and stop your breathing. Within ten minutes. That's how but, dangerous but this animal octopus, is. Octopus, I don't know. Octopi? Octopuses. Octopi. Octopi? No, that's octopuses. Octopuses? Don't, don't they generally release ink if they're... If ink. They're ink is harmless. It ink, is? Ink is harmless, yeah. Isn't it... Can, can it blind someone? No, blind someone. It's just to like throw someone off, right? It's like a defense mechanism because when you get inked... You literally you can't see anything for like a few seconds, and then you'll be good. In fact, many fishermen get inked. Really, it's a very common thing. Is that right? Is that very true? many fishermen get. I didn't inked. know that. Yeah, but I mean, fishermen—they're on a boat. I mean, how are they gonna get inked? It'll shoot out. Like if it's like near the surface, it'll like figure out where you are, turn its hind like tentacles towards you, and just shoot out ink. It's like projectile. Oh yeah, it's projectile. It ink. comes out through the water. Yeah, yeah, it'll come out through the That's water. That's crazy. Yeah. I thought it was only in the water that it does no, that. No, no, no. It could do it outside of the water, too. Oh. So, wait. So, these blue ringed octopus. So it's not ink. It's not ink. It's through their skin. Hmm? It's through their skin. They'll What's do through it. your skin? The they'll release this venom. I shouldn't so you have to. So you're, telling, so, you're telling me that you have to be that close to it. Yeah. It has to be within, like, touching range. Basically, it's, it's like a defense mechanism. That it must do this for other predators, then. Yeah, like you can't tell the difference. It's like a little, even I think actually it's a bite. But the thing about it is, wait, 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 thing. wait, wait. Is it a bite or it's is a it a bite? It's a bite. I was wrong. It was not through the skin. Oh. But it is a little. It's like a little nibble, right? It's so little that most of the time, you how even. people die from it, they don't even notice that it happened. Wait, wait, wait. Now I'm totally confused. Now and you've confused the audience. What? Because you said. That the blue ring octopus shoots out. I did ink. not say that. I never said that. I in fact said that they. I not said that. You saw, you for some reason thought that. I did not say that. I never said that they shoot out ink. You could record, read this again, or listen to this again. I never said that. What I said was is that they don't shoot the, their defense mechanism. Maybe they shoot out ink. Who knows? That's not where their venom comes from. That's what I said. Their venom does not come from their ink. It comes from their bite. Their bite. And it's not even a bite. It's like a nibble. It's like... They say what? That's something like a kiss. Yeah, it's like a little... Because to to us... It's a kiss? To us, we don't even feel it. That's what's so so dangerous about it, right? Because at least a snake... A snake, when it bites you, you'll feel it. So, you know, I got bitten by a snake, right? Most of the time when people die from this animal... They don't even realize? They don't realize that they got bit. And then re- later, mm-hmm. that's when the paralysis and everything kicks in. Yeah. Then they say, okay, there's something wrong. And then they're, it's too late. You're dead. This kind of reminds me of a quick um, uh, story I had heard where, you know what fentanyl is? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So, fentanyl. Love it. <laughs> no, don't say that. Okay. <laughs> Um, fentanyl is a very, very potent drug. Oh yeah, it's super potent. And uh, 
apparently what had happened was is that there were a couple of um, uh, deep sea divers. Yeah. Okay. They were getting ready to go in the ocean. And this was, I think, off the... I can't remember where this was. It was uh, one of the mm, uh, islands in the Caribbean. Shout out the Caribbeans. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they were going into the ocean. Yeah. And so one person, you know, when you make your way into the ocean, you sometimes you have to kind of traverse your way through some little tidal pools. Right. And then, you know, like standing water. Right. And so this one person put his, uh, put his or her foot in the tidal pool and immediately started to foam at the mouth. Oh, was there fentanyl in the water? Yeah, it turned out that the person foamed at the mouth and keeled over and died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it turned out that what was in the water was fentanyl. Was this from someone dumping it from like yeah. drug trade? Yeah, like a yeah, drug, drug trade operation. And so I guess whatever boat that was carrying all this fentanyl probably made its way to the shoreline. And it was like very pure fentanyl can be deadly. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is very deadly. And so it just touched the skin. Just the, the fact that it touched the skin was enough to kill the person. Yeah, fentanyl's super dangerous. It's not a creature, but and it's man-made. That's a sad thing about this, but... A lot of things are man-made. A lot of things. But yeah, fentanyl is crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Stay away from that stuff. Yeah. And... Um, um, so, but you're saying that the blue ringed octopus is just gives you a little nibble, nibble, like a little kiss, little kiss, kiss of death, kiss and then that's it, kiss of death. But you know what's crazy? I remember I saw this TikTok video, right? Mm -hmm. Crazy, of this lady. She's like, look at this little octopus friend I made, uh -huh. and she has a little octopus in her hand, and it's a blue ring octopus. So she doesn't know that. And it was just swimming in her hand. Luckily, it didn't bite her or anything like that, right? But it was just in her hand, and I guess it felt calm, mm -hmm. which, thank God for her. And everybody in the comments are like, you're so stupid. You don't know what that is. And she's like, no, what is it? And she looked it up, and she's like, oh, my God. Did not know that. If I knew that was what was in my hand, I would have freaked out. But here's the thing. I'll give you everybody listening to this, and this is what I'll end off on. Mm -hmm. Whenever you're in the wild, yeah. and you see a creature... Or even a plant that's super vibrant in colors and like beautiful colors and stuff. That's not an invitation to touch it or be near it. That is God's warning sign to tell you I'm poisonous or I'm highly venomous. Just stay away from it. The parrots are very colorful though. Okay, a parrot. Okay, forget about a parrot. I'm talking about like a reptile or like a spider oh. or like. Some creature that like is n you're not used to seeing, yeah. like that. Take that a color. picture at it from a distance. Yeah, use a telephoto 200, 300 millimeter lens and <laughs> zoom in. Take your picture. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's very dangerous. That's a good tip. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that this was a nice chat about um, well about Soka and about venomous creatures. Venomous creatures. And, uh, you know, I, I hope that um, for those that uh, do a little bit of traveling, whether it's to Australia or Brazil another place. or other, other exotic places, uh, take care and uh, try not to get 
bitten by anything poisonous and be safe out there. Wouldn't you agree? Yes. <laughs>